Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Juice in the Morning and Polly's Sleepers Fantasy Football Special that we do every Wednesday for you guys. And I just want to tell all of you, because we won't see you again before the holiday, Merry Christmas, and hopefully you won your fantasy football playoffs. We are going to do a wrap-up show next week. I know. I'm just saying that's going to be after Christmas. Oh, that's after Christmas. God, Christmas is so close. Christmas is Tuesday, and we'll be doing a show on Wednesday. Wow, Christmas is so close. So um, I just want to like just give you guys a shout-out for uh, just sticking with us all year. We're starting to win... We're winning leagues. We're winning money. Turn two dollars into about seventy, sixty-five, seventy bucks for me, and uh, we're hoping to uh, take a little bit more later on. But uh, I just wanted you guys to know that. Thanks for joining me again, Polly. Thanks for joining us, John. And then I'm going to let you introduce who we're going to have on the phone, uh, Polly. Okay, we're going to have uh, Doctor Jesse Morse, um, who I uh, hitched my wagon to uh, way early in the season. He's never uh, steered us wrong to talk about key injuries giving you good info on the yeah. injuries all right so we're we're gonna go ahead and give him a call <clears throat> all right on the phone we have dr jesse morse who uh is uh, affiliated uh as far as i'm concerned with Polly sleepers because uh um you know we uh we only go to you for advice so thanks for being on the show doc oh, you're welcome thank you for having me so uh i was just gonna say um that uh you know kind of affiliated got you know hooked up with you early in the season you've never steered me wrong um i watch your youtube videos you keep them nice and quick which is awesome i try try to um very very awesome and um and you don't talk about the patriots too much but i notice you always have that patriots hat on and oh uh, yeah i have all all different types of patriots gear yeah 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 so (laughs) you you got to feel extra special that this indianapolis-based podcast is still going to rely on uh on on your advice and, and not uh not to discriminate against your uh patriots uh well, well thank you for that yeah i uh try not to discriminate against some of the other uh teams that i'm not traditionally a fan of but i've learned to be unbiased uh with all the injury reports and yes. everything so i just it is what it is you are and you never talk about it but like i said you've got that hat that's just real subtle like you got that patriots hat and i was like damn he's a patriots fan all right well i still like yeah. him <laughs> <laughs> I grew up there. I grew up there. I used to pour beer for them when I was in college or high school. It was a cool little uh, place to be, but I've moved since. since oh, nice. Florida. So you're in Florida and, now? Uh, yeah, I'm in uh, just north of West Palm uh, in the beautiful uh, 75 and sunny weather. Oh, God. Yeah, we're, we're far from that. But um, we do retire and come down there. So, like, that's what yes, you're supposed uh, to do in Indiana. I know that's what I take care of all those people. Yeah, those, those are those are my patients. I know, like a those third, a third of your patients are Indiana folks. So, uh, <laughs> hey, let's jump right into it because uh, we wanted to um, keep it quick because I know you have your podcast to uh, to uh, do later. So, um, who do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about the Chargers, Melvin Gordon, Keenan Allen situation? Yeah. So, um, Gordon, uh, I I was pretty heavy on him this year. He's got a couple things. He had a knee issue on one knee, then a hamstring. Uh, uh, we don't know which hamstring it was. And then he developed an MCL in the other leg, other knee. Uh, MCL is that uh, is the ligament that runs north to south on the medial aspect of the knee, the inner aspect of the knee, prevents the knee from collapsing inward. And whenever you run or cut, that's basically what it's responsible for preventing the knee from collapsing. Well, this is what Aaron Rodgers had. This is what a, a ton of people have had this year. Um, very common injury whenever you get hit from the outside of the knee, uh, that's you have a sprain. So you basically have three grades: one, two, three. Doug Baldwin. One is, um, uh, Doug Baldwin as well, right? 
Oh yeah, oh yeah, super common this year. There's been so many, I just lose track. So right now, isn't but. this going to be more impactful for a running back than like a Doug Baldwin, yes. just because of how they cut? Very much so. That's the problem with these guys is they can't. You can't come back too soon because you can't cut, and they don't like to wear braces. Like the linemen can wear braces and they're okay because it, they don't really need to cut. Whereas these these running backs, they need to stop, start, go, try to cut through a hole, and that you can't do that on a banged up MCL. So even a mild one takes a couple of weeks. A moderate one, um, which is basically a partial tear, it takes like three, sometimes four weeks. Um, and then your your severe ones, which are grade threes, which are full tears, and you need surgery, you can't. It just won't fix itself so there's a good chance i think he comes back this week um eckler on the other hand um actually he's had a concussion that wasn't really talked about um he's still in the protocols last time i checked and he's had multiple we call stingers which is basically dead arm um and he's had multiple in the past over the over his uh course of of his career so when you hear that that usually means there's a, a a spinal cord issue um, so oh Jesus! Super, yeah, so um, I don't think uh, he will. He might be done for the year unless they've cleared him of that. Um, but uh, either way, and then I mean, and then you have Keenan Allen who has a hip injury, which kind of burned a lot of people last week. He has what we call a hip pointer, which is basically the top part of the the hip. If you land on it, it's a, a really uncomfortable bruise, um, and those take anywhere from one week if you're lucky to three weeks if you're not so lucky. Um, so there's a chance he could play this week. It just depends on how his practice is going. He returned to practice limited. Um, a lot of analysts are, are doubting his return this week. Um, now, do you think Melvin Gordon will be limited? I mean, this is a tough game against Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, no, I think he'll be okay. You think he'll be okay? Um, but if Keenan yeah, Allen comes back, you would think that maybe he might be a decoy or something, right? He could be. Um, Keenan Allen hasn't had the, the healthiest of careers, so uh, no, he's been very unlikely. Week. Uh, yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's not 100% <laughs> this week, but um, they're going to need him. Mike Williams showed up huge last week in yes. his absence, but they're going to need uh, both of their guys. Uh, Jackson looked pretty good um, in, 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 you know, in replacement for Gordon and Eckler. And, and if, I, I'm assuming Gordon's going to go. I'm going to start him in a couple of championship matchups myself. Okay. As far as Spencer Ware, which is uh, surprising, I kind of overlooked it, not thinking it was a big deal, and everybody really is interested in him. That hamstring injury, like, uh, you know, uh, Leonard Fournette earlier in the year and Delvin Cook and a million people it feels like he um, these usually take anywhere from a minimum of two to three weeks to heck 10 weeks even longer sometimes Um, so you see that if someone comes back too soon like Leonard Fournette did you will not only re-injure it but you may make it worse and be done for six eight ten weeks Um, hamstrings do not heal quickly Um, you once you tweak it on the side uh, in a game getting back in the game is very challenging um it just just it doesn't heal well so my suspicion is he'll probably miss again this week unless it was really mild uh, damien was much better than Darrell, um but and damien looked pretty good i'm sure he won a lot of people matchups yeah damien looked great i started him in our listener league and he he won me my matchup so everybody out there that got damien williams and we did suggest him as a pickup um looks like he might be uh, rolling out again. I, I um, Based on what I've seen, I tend to agree there. I think Spencer Ware will probably miss as well, especially problem, since Damien looks so good. 
And the problem is they need to, they're in the playoffs, so they have to be smart about this. They can't be stupid, you know. They have to be right. They try to use him for the playoffs. So if they, if he's banged up um, and done for the rest of the season, then that just come out of limits their you know potential. Right. So I think they should be smart with him. As far as Todd Gurley, um, he's got a knee, likely a knee sprain. He could have a, a minor meniscal injury, kind of like um, Sony Michelle had earlier this year. Okay. Um, he didn't practice today, but he says he they said he's quote-unquote going to play the concern i have with this is that they really don't need him to play they're pretty much locked up um they can win this game versus carolina or uh the cardinals very easily so i just i i, I just get this feeling that he's going to be a scratch and people are going to be scrambling uh, i personally didn't draft him i didn't have the luxury of drafting him but i just have a feeling he's not going to be able to go it's going to be a, a combo of kelly and, and and davis i think is the other guy justin um, davis just, who was an undrafted free agent from uh northwestern he's a bruiser he's a uh, 511 239 um i think we might see <laughs> boy yeah I think we might see him, and I think you might be right. Um, the The Rams won't need a lot of firepower to beat Arizona. They got to be smart as well. And I picked up uh, Kelly in uh, in the listener league here because uh, James White has not been doing too well for me. Um, so um, if Gurley sits, I, I think Kelly is a is an auto start. I mean, he looked great in the preseason. Yeah, oh yeah, he's uh, he's definitely super talented. Uh, as far as James Conner, uh, uh, someone shared a video with me today, which I actually ended up seeing on ESPN a little bit ago, about uh, it was an interview, basically him talking about his ankle, and he's got a high ankle sprain. So low ankle sprain is your classic lateral ankle sprain. You roll your ankle and you have some swelling, and it goes away after a couple of weeks. Uh, high ankle sprain is uh, above the ankle joint. Uh, it's basically a separation between the two lower leg bones, and these do not heal quickly. I mean, you're talking about a minimum of three weeks if you're lucky. Some people take five or six weeks, and the problem is whenever you try to run or put pressure on it, the two lower leg bones try to separate, which then causes significant pain in the ankle. So you can tape it but it's just if it's not ready it's just not ready walking it can be okay at three weeks but running um can just sometimes just not is not right so um he was basically saying that he's just not able to cut yet um and i as much as i want him to play and i have him in most of my leagues yeah. i just i don't I, i'm just concerned i don't think he's going to be able to go i just uh, he's not ready unfortunately i am as well in roto world um said today that he's not ready and um you and i were all over this and and uh, i'm glad you're on the show this week because there was so much speculation that he would play last week and somebody yeah, was showing and- me like well they did a study of 20 usc sports guys and they came back in two weeks and i was like well okay what i saw was a much bigger sample size over decades and it's a uh, three to five week um injury um high ankle sprain i mean as soon as i heard high ankle sprain uh, you know i've been doing this long enough when you hear high you're like oh shit this is bad so yeah i I was confident last week and people were like oh had this yep yep he did and people were like you know he had a fracture but yeah but i mean yeah so this you can't you can't they they're trying to think long term i knew they need to get into playoffs but if they pretty much win this week which is going to be a tough matchup in new orleans but i think uh samuels has actually looked pretty good he got over 140 yards last week against my patriots which is 
saying something. <laughs> he, um, he did look good on the ground, finally. I think his first two times, I don't think he looked too good between the tackles. and His value was in the passing game, but last week he did both, yeah. and he looked very, very good. Um, again, it's kind of like Damian Williams over there. You know, these guys are going to fill in okay, yeah. and it's not going to force the other guys out. So, so you would lean towards uh, an out again for Connor? I mean, unless something dramatically changes over the next two days, I just don't see him dramatically getting better and putting his the rest of his season at risk and potentially re-exacerbating and making it a lot worse right. for one game. Right. Um, you know, uh, at, at the end of the year, it's always that risk. Uh, if they're playing for the playoffs, you need to be good for the playoffs. If you're not playing playoffs, why even bother and just go to the IR? Right. So it's just kind of like, and that's kind of what happened to Carry On. That's mm-hmm. what happened to Aaron Jones. Um, you know, uh, and, and and that's what happened to Marcus Murphy and, and and Frank Gore. So there's a lot of people that are all placed on IR because. There's no point of dilly dallying for a week and then putting them on it. So, guys, if you as, have uh, Melvin Gordon, you'll probably be all right. But if you have Gurley, Connor, or Ware, you might want to make other plans, according to the doc. Yeah. Uh, we were going to talk about Odell. Yeah. OBJ, who plays my Colts uh, this week? So, OBJ is dealing with a quad injury. If you remember, Marquise Goodwin from the beginning of the year. Yes. Um, and whenever you have a quad injury, and I actually took care of one earlier this afternoon. Uh, the quad is a very big, at the top of the thigh, a very big space surface area. And whenever you take a elbow or knee or whatever, a trauma to the top of the, the quad, um, it likes to bleed into that knee or into that space. So it becomes very tight and very uncomfortable. And then what happens is that uh, starts to settle and, and then you can't um, run because it's no longer, you, you no longer can create that space because it's filled with blood. Uh, so you usually have to drain it. And, and if you don't drain it appropriately quickly, that blood can turn into actually calcification and look like a bone. I mean, it's not bone, but it basically looks like bone. Um, this is very painful. So you, and it's just, it, it takes a couple of weeks to get out. I've drained uh, almost 150, 200 cc's out of someone's quad before because he took an elbow to the knee in a basketball game. And so it was it was so you have to be uh, careful with Sounds these. They're awful. not playing for yeah. They're not playing for anything. So I wouldn't be surprised if they IR'd him. But eh, there's a chance he plays. Okay, I, I would lean towards because of the state of that team. I, I would lean towards him being out as well, uh, really, because they don't need him. But uh, I'm sure he. I'm sure he wants to play. Um, also, yeah. it should be noted that the Colts have allowed one top ten wide receiver performance all season. Yeah, so I mean, Engram looked pretty good last week. He was the top tight end go figure, which tells you how bad the tight end was last week. But yes, um, so more of the same, I think, this week. Yes, um, um, but, and then Julio, my my uh, guy, Julio. I want to really hear about this. So um, he's got the veteran kind of practice tag going on. He's got the hip, a new hip injury, foot injury. They really haven't said much about it at all. Um, uh, the problem with him is you don't know what's going on until. Um, he usually has a tendency to tough out injuries. Um, they're really not playing for anything as far as I can recollect. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he went, but you have to kind of monitor his Friday, Thursday and Friday practice schedule and then tell you what, what the team's leaning towards. He, he's been doing this no practice uh, Thursday, Wednesday, or uh, Wednesday, Thursday uh, the past couple weeks, and then, he, and then he practices limited on Friday and plays right. on Sunday. So, With um, the foot, the part that concerns me is, and I'm a big Julio guy, and uh, this year it hasn't been as much of an issue, but last year it was oh, yeah. a weekly thing and it was always the foot and now it's the hip. That's what concerns me. There's a new hip injury. 
he can play yeah. through his foot and i think his foot is a chronic thing but the hip uh, i don't know so yeah. um definitely so, something and, and to and monitor the problem is they don't they didn't really tell us anything about it. is it a hip pointer like keenan allen right. is it a hip labrum is it a groin that they're calling a hip which can happen um is it a glute muscle where it inserts like there's so many different things and when they're being vague uh, I, I i can't elaborate until you tell me more because i'm pure speculation right right and just my speculation is just like i said it's just it's not just the foot now um we didn't talk about this too much but what'd you hear about joe mixon because this has been kind of uh circulating here lately that uh he's got a wrist i didn't hear that i i know he was on the foot last week and he played and played quite well he was basically yes. the entire offense so yes I, he did really well I, but he's got a new wrist injury i didn't know if you had heard about it and you and i hadn't discussed it so i'm not expecting you to know no i, 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 did, I hadn't heard anything about it it didn't pop up any places i normally look so um until we hear more i expect him to go okay anybody else can can i ask uh, a, a quick question that i'm invested in heavily yeah so I've got uh, Aaron Rodgers coming up, and everything you're hearing in the news is Rodgers is going to go if he feels okay to go by the coach, by Rodgers, all that stuff. But then at the same time, you're hearing all of us talk about the fact that Rodgers doesn't really have anything to play for. Why would they suit him up on Sunday? Yeah, so, so uh, I think it'll be a little bit of both. I, I, my suspicion is he'll probably play because he just loves to play. Um, he won't be 100%. Groin injuries linger, and they do not heal well at all. Um, they These take um, anywhere from two to three to four weeks, um, and then you can very easily re-aggravate them if you're trying to run or scramble or anything. He's not going to be – I don't know which leg it is, but if it's just, if it's just in a plant leg, he's going to have trouble pushing off. If it's his, if it's his um, you know, uh, rear leg, he's going to have trouble stabilizing. If he takes a hit, uh, he can tweak it. So, um, I mean, obviously, he's a top 15, top 10 quarterback normally, and he, but he hasn't really been playing like it this year. Uh, you kind of have to start him if he plays, but unless you have, you know, something like Mahomes or somebody else. Well, that's like that. the thing. I've got I've got Mitch Trubisky, and I'm up between the up in the air between Trubisky and Rodgers, and I don't want to lose my championship starting Trubisky, and yeah. then Rodgers goes off for 30 points. Jackson really likes Trubisky this week. I do too. He's not. He's going against the uh, Bear, the, 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 the San Francisco. Yeah. And they've given up the ninth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. Yeah, I would this year. say probably that. So yeah, it's I just, mean, I, I've started Rodgers every, I think every week this entire year. I mean, Rodgers hasn't set the world on fire really any week. Right, exactly. It's compared it's, to what we're used to. But you're just afraid to yeah. miss the Rodgers week. Yeah. Um, especially in your fantasy. Because I, I think, he, I think he had one game that he scored like 28 points. And I was like, that was one of the weeks that I won. So I was like, man. I just got to start him every week. But yeah, I appreciate it cuz that that solidifies my answer. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure actually I'm not pretty sure. I am sure I'm starting Trubisky. I just want to because I think uh the yeah. ni- the Niners I, I don't have a have great updates. defense. And the Bears have an some but something to play for. Sorry, doc. Yeah, no, I usually have updates on Friday and then Sunday morning. Um but but I mean it really just depends on um, how how legit this injury is, and if they want to play, and if they have anything to play for at right. this time of the year, guys. I gotta yeah, uh, we're going to let you go, guys. If you follow uh, me on Twitter, it's uh, at Polly Sleepers. I always repost uh, the doc stuff. It's Oct- at Dr. Jesse Morse. There, he's my only guy I go to for my fantasy football injury knowledge. I appreciate you being on the show, man. I really do. Thank you very much, guys. Have a good weekend. You too, sir. Bye-bye. <laughs>
wealth of knowledge right there. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, and and he'll tell you what it is, but like I said, if you watch the videos on YouTube, they're only a couple minutes long. Yes, he will get into some of the technical talk and start talking about the collaterals and the, you know, <laughs> the this collaterals. and that. Collaterals. You know, <laughs> the, you know, the medial the, collateral. Yeah, you know, and the, Lig- a, ligaments. the AC joints and all that. But it's not that bad. It, it's not overloaded. Um, and he is a fantasy football fan, so he always relates it to... Um, the one thing we were talking about with Melvin Gordon is how his injury is different being a running back right. than it was for Doug lineman Baldwin or a wide receiver or yeah. a lineman or something just because he needs that, you know, that ligament so much. So, uh, yeah, that was awesome. So yeah. um, we're going to move into uh, I thought we'd talk about our leagues for just a second. Yeah. So you are going to the championships in your big money league. Yeah, big money league. Uh, I was going in last week on a Monday night or this week, I guess, going on a Monday night. And I had Christian McCaffrey. The guy I was playing against had um, Ian Thomas. Ian Thomas. So I was thinking, man, I, I and I was down 13 points going into this game. And I was like, there's a possibility Ian Thomas scores a, enough that it doesn't matter if Christian McCaffrey right. scores for me. But luckily, Ian Thomas didn't do shit, and Christian McCaffrey threw a 50-yard touchdown, uh, also scored you know his average 20-plus points in a fantasy week. And that was also a trade that I made uh, mid-year from Antonio Brown to Christian McCaffrey, or Antonio Brown for Christian McCaffrey. And then the funniest part about this whole thing is these, this is the league that they vetoed my trades. Right. And so, and we were so pissed and you tilted on air because you found out on air that they that vetoed, they vetoed your trade. it. But and, then they basically put me into the championship by allowing me to trade Antonio Brown for Christian McCaffrey because the guy that I'm playing in the championship is the guy I traded Antonio Brown wow. to. So, so, we're, so we texted back and forth, me and that guy, and we said, wouldn't it be awesome if both guys scored the exact same amount of points so then we couldn't really say that it was was either one's trade that was better. Right, that made the difference. That made the difference in the championship. But Chris McCaffrey's definitely scored more points than oh, yeah. Antonio Brown. Yes. Oh, yeah. he, um, he thinks it's the worst trade he's ever made. And then in the family league, you're out? <sighs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got the I've got the belt up here for so the live uh, the live listeners and viewers on Periscope and Twitter can actually see our championship belt that's getting ready to leave my uh, leave my home and uh, go oh. to go to the uh, the younger brother of my wife Scott he is winning for the second time since we've had the belt so I'm I'm pretty happy for him uh, but I would I would hope that I was uh, gonna have my name on there again sometime soon but that was I mean that's what I've got going on and, and then, then in, in the, the listener, listener league, league you're out. I'm I'm not happy about it because I feel like my record doesn't uh doesn't show how good my team was. But in three leagues, your big money league, you're going for the big money. Yeah, so going, going for a uh, six hundred bucks. All right, so. uh, John, how you doing? Well, uh, Keenan Allen decided to jump in on the John Gangbang last week and <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> ruined my team even more. But um, I'm still he didn't he didn't want place. to land on his hip and get a hip pointer and <laughs> no, he landed on my hip and didn't ask <laughs> permission. So, um, what else you got going? I am going for third in that one. So yeah, um, I'll get my buy-in back. Plus, I won the top score in that one, which had a five dollar bonus, nice. the most out of anybody in the league. So I got an, another twenty bucks from that. Um, and then in my other league. The two guys who bought players and trades this year are the ones in the championship. Oh, yeah. surprise. So, yeah. Collusion. Uh, yeah, the collusion yeah. played out. I and, would never uh, play fantasy football with those guys again. Yeah. Well, I'm going to definitely make sure that I have the power to veto every trade as a commissioner. 
and just put the full power in my hands yeah. Yeah. next year because that's how I did it in this league and that's how Jeff does it in our Russian roulette um, league um, and there, there's never any issues with that as long as the commissioner's on the up and up uh, you know that's the way it should be I think uh, I mean if these guys want to do an auction league where you yeah. auction players yeah. for money there that that is a thing so right. um, uh, well in the six leagues I was in I made the playoffs in five. I made nice. the semis in four, and I'm going for the championship in two. One of them is in the listener league, and one of them is in my work league. Nice. I've got a big trophy too that I'm giving up <laughs> um, in the uh, in the Russian roulette league this yeah. year. But uh, um, moving into the listener league, it is me and Dylan this yes. this week. So Dylan had the top. Um, he. Record. I mean, the thing is with him and him and Titus's matchup last week, it was close. It was close. I mean, and the thing is, is like the unfortunate thing for Titus last week was his team did not show up to play like it had all year long. Andrew Luck had eleven points, Adrian Peterson nine, Sony Michelle five, Adam Thielen three, and then Michael Thomas still got double digits, but he is eleven. Jeez, and uh, you know. One of his star players, like somebody that we've talked about in the news, Kareem Hunt, a free agent, so he can't even use him. So I think if there's just a couple of different things that go different ways, Titus is in the championship, no doubt, because you know the same thing happened to uh, Dylan Bolden as well. So I beat Wilson. Uh, we played twice during the regular season, so this was our rubber match. We both could have started better players. Um, I left David Johnson's big game on the bench. I left uh, Matt Ryan's big game on the bench. So I couldn't do the math. Did you happen um, to do the math? of like how many different combinations could have been played and how many times you could have won or could have lost. Oh, Jesus, no. Because <laughs> if you guys look at your guys' teams, you both had people in the uh, teens and the double digits. On the bench. All on the bench. But uh, Wilson, man, he still was the MVP of the league in my in my mind. Thanks, Wilson. You, you made it awesome. So it comes down to me and Dylan. Um, we're making waiver wire moves like crazy. He's picked up like three tight ends because he needs one. Um He's got Tyler Boyd, who's going to be on IR. So he picked up Robbie Anderson, who was my pickup of the week. He was my first waiver claim, but I think Dylan was ahead of me on waivers. So uh, um, we're both kind of scrambling, picking up guys here and there, picking up defenses, um, trying to kind of outwit and outplay the other guy. And uh, if you saw the text chat last night, he's you know he's not holding back. Man. Oh yeah, and and he wants the W uh, really bad. You'll you guys will, are gonna pr- probably know by the end of Sunday, you know where you stand because there's only one Monday night player, and it's the Broncos defense for him. At least who's starting right now that that could change. Obviously, that's likely to change or, but, or possibly to change. So but, good luck to you, Dylan, and thanks for everybody that's uh, that participated this year. Josh Miller, uh, Wilson, um, Jeff, and Dan Barlow, Brian Titus, um, the. Uh, um, Who's the Gert Squirt? Uh, the Monday American. Monday American. He must be feeling a little rough right now because his team's been like blowing, blowing up, up now. Yeah. All of a sudden. <laughs> now that he's not in the playoffs, his team's scoring like 130, 140 points. But I mean, points. he had it. Like, it's, an, it's another thing that I've thought has been interesting about this whole year of fantasy football. I mean, he had Saquon Barkley, Joe Mixon, DeAndre Hopkins, Robert Woods, Jared Cook. Um, it's a good team. I mean, yeah, Adam Humphreys. It's ben, a good team. ben Roethlisberger, like I just keep listing people. He picked ben, up Mike Williams. Ben's having this yeah, week. He picked up Mike Williams. We were pissed about that. Ben Ben Roethlisberger's having his best fantasy football season ever. In case any anybody hasn't noticed that, he's number three in quarterback play. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so that's the listener league. We wanted to talk about all our leagues because they're almost over. Before and, you guys uh, move on, can you give everybody a reminder of what the champion is going to get? Yeah, we're going to get him. Uh, Juice and I are going to get him a nice gift card. He's got a gift card to a little uh, place down in Brown County. He's going to get some uh, swag clothes, some music, a trophy. All kinds of stuff. And a free entry into next year's league. And a free entry into next year's league. So if Dylan wins, he's going to um, win a, an entry into next year's league. He's going to give himself some if, swag. If I, and, and yeah, and if I, <laughs> if I win, then I am going to randomly draw one of the other teams that didn't get it, and they will get a chance they to, will get into the league yeah they'll get a chance to uh to do it again to so uh, back. let's move into DraftKings. all right let's do it All right, let's get into DraftKings. Like I said earlier on in the beginning of the show, you guys made me some money. So let's do it again this week and tell us what you got going on this week with DraftKings. Jackson wasn't able to be here. We hope you get better. Tell us what you got. Um, Jackson wasn't able to be here, but um, all the studying and hard work that we've put into this year um, has really paid off for Polly here the last couple weeks. Um, so I'm going to kind of pat myself on the back here a little bit, guys, and I think you'll understand why. Um, when you play in the millionaire matchmaker, you're playing against 160, 170,000 entrants. And in week 13, I had a lineup that got 162nd out of 160,000. So that's top 1%, right? Last week, I had two different lineups get 67th and 83rd out of 165,000 entrants and uh, won some pretty big money. Um, I posted it on Twitter. Um, it was a couple thousand dollars. That's awesome. <laughs> I need that this week. Um, also placed eighth in the 100K nickel last week. Uh, eighth place out of 23,000 people. Um, I had a great lineup. Um, faded that New England Patriots game. That was a stinker. Um, I called that. Faded. Uh, yeah, it. yeah. John did call that, and it made me kind of think like maybe I should just fade this game completely in case John is right. So you're there's all kinds of people to uh, to you know that were a part of it. You know, it takes a village. <laughs> um, oh, at, absolutely does. At majestic, I've mentioned him before. He got me on Dalvin Cook, um, and then um, also looking at John Marchbank's um, ownership percentage from DraftKings. Um, sometimes you want to. Um, you know what we call eat the chalk and the chalky plays are the ones that are going to be the most highly owned those are the ones that if they hit you got to have them because everybody's playing them but i decided the chalk wasn't going to be so great last week and the chalk was like juju saquon um zeke and they didn't do well so i had two lineups where i didn't play any of those guys i played uh, joe mixon dalvin cook and chris carson and I played Josh Allen and Nick Mullins, um, along with Robert Foster and Dante Pettis, the, you know, these up and coming guys we've been talking about. <laughs> the Robert Foster helped me out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Did you play him? Yep. 
nice. my uh, money league. Very, very nice. Yeah, he was a good hit. I mean, he's, and the uh, McGuire that you uh, called out. Elijah McGuire. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he scored last week. He's gotten 20. He had a kind of a rough game, but like he got in the end zone. He got so in the end like, zone. Yep, yep, yes. yep. yep. Uh, also told Lindsay Hatfield to play him, and uh, and she had this big tweet that was like, yes, and I didn't know what happened, but right. obviously that's when he scored. He's gotten 20 touches the past two weeks. Um, but anyway, done patting myself on the back, but I mean, I just want to know the odds of 10 lineups against 320,000 people and three of them placing 67, 83, and 165. I mean, obviously, this isn't a fluke here. This is, you know, um, this is good stuff. And yeah. and, and it's uh, Hilo Pterodactyl. It's Jackson Mears. It's Jason Heidel. It's John Marchbanks. It's the whole team. Um, and uh, feels good. So uh, we've got uh, another week to do it again. So uh, let's talk about who we like on DraftKings this week. Um what I want to say really quick is John Please. John reminds me of the guy that is really good at giving you the advice, but then it but doesn't, it doesn't it. work very well for him. In, it never works out for me. In his, in his <laughs> leagues. <laughs> you can run other people's teams. Oh, yeah. You um, can go ahead and run mine. It's cool. <laughs> oh, my um, team was great until well, I just... haven't John and I kind of ran your league the last... No, nah, no, just you, the, your you, flex. You definitely... We've ran me, your flex you've position. you me out with making that call. <laughs> that one flex call. The last couple of weeks, but that's, yeah. I mean... I was hey, joking. Most of the year, it's been me. No, you run your team, but the last two weeks, we have kind of helped you make a oh, good, yeah. good the, flex the call. Last couple of yeah, it's rough. Um, so in cash this week, Jacks likes uh, Andrew Luck, Baker Mayfield, and Mitch Trubisky. Um, Baker Mayfield threw four touchdowns the last time the Bengals and uh, Browns matched up, and now he gets them at home. Um, Andrew Luck um, averages like two point six touchdowns a game at home. Has a big matchup this week against the Giants. Um, Mitch Trubisky um, is averaging 260 yards and almost two touchdowns a game. He's been falling off here the last few weeks, but uh, Jackson likes him to bounce back against the uh, horrible 49ers secondary. Um Zeke, you got to play him. I mean, last week he had a little bit of an off week, but he caught he caught like eight balls against the Colts last week, and that's where his production has just been awesome. He's gone from catching a couple, two, three, four balls a game to, if you look at his game log, he's catching seven, nine, ten, thirteen balls the other week, eight balls last week. So um, he's in a great spot again. Um, Nick Chubb at home, and uh, Chubb also had a great game against the uh, Bengals last time they played. Um, Dalvin Cook, who had an awesome week last week, they go against the uh, Detroit at Detroit, and then uh, Marlon Mack. I also played him in one of those uh, big millionaire lineups last week. He was only forty four hundred, and he scored twenty eight points. This week he's fifty five hundred, but he's a home favorite, and he should get uh, he should get the touches. He got like twenty eight touches last week. He scored twice, so Marlon Mack I think is a great play as well. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, um, there was a tweet. I, I, I forgot to uh, do a screenshot on it. It showed DeAndre Hopkins and how many like fantasy football points he had. And then like this biggest group of people you've ever seen that like didn't equal those points. So it was like DeAndre Hopkins, yeah, he had more points than um, Saquon, Ebron, Holy cow. Um, you know, uh, Juju, blah, blah, like, like five or six big players combined. He had a monster week last week and he gets a great matchup against Phil Philadelphia. Um, Antonio Brown, don't have to say too much about him. Um, Amari Cooper's in a great spot this week at home against Tampa Bay, and Dallas plays way better at home than they do on the road, and Colts fans found that out last week in that blowout. 
Um, T.Y. Hilton he likes this week. And I was going to share um, a little bit of knowledge here on T.Y. Hilton. If you'll let me find it, I'm switching back and forth between screens. Um, T.Y. Hilton career indoors, uh, five receptions, 85 yards, a half a touchdown a game. Um, 40% of those games with 100 yards. Outdoors, it's like four receptions, 60 yards, one out, one touchdown out of every four games, and 20% over 100 yards. So he's definitely an indoor guy, and he gets uh, the Giants' 32nd rank defense. God. In DVOA against number one wide receivers. So do you think it's going to be like one of those things where the Giants just like walloped somebody and now they're due to get walloped by somebody? Well, they just got beat by the Titans. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying they like, didn't they like just a couple weeks ago destroyed somebody, the Washington by like 50 something. Yes. Um, I I think the Colts could definitely put up um, a strong game on them. Um, How many points uh, did uh, the Dallas Cowboys score last week? Zero. Okay. Yep zero <laughs> Alshon Jeffries in a great spot with Nick Foles under center now there's some great splits that show how Zach Ertz's production goes down and Al- Alshon Jeffries goes up that's good because and, I'm playing um, against Zach Ertz I did tell Jeff to play Alshon Jeffrey last week and he was like are you sure man he hasn't done anything I was like dude Nick Foles loves that dude and he blew up last week Robbie Anderson from the Jets um, his um, targets since Sam Darnold has come back is amazing. He basically has as many targets as the next four players on the team combined Wow! since Sam Darnold's come back. And so if Quincy and Nunwa sits, he's in a great spot. He's only 4,500 bucks this week. And he likes Dante Pettis. Uh, I got to tell you, I don't. Um, I've been a big Dante Pettis truther for like the last four weeks. He's been amazing. Um, he's been getting way more snaps than Goodwin. Goodwin set out, sat out a couple weeks. But um, this week, Pettis gets um, uh, Fuller, Kyle Fuller from um, the um, Bears. And I think he'll uh, he'll give him fits. So I'm not as happy about him this week. Um, and then uh, for tight ends, Ertz, Ebron, Eric Ingram, Evan Ingram, <laughs> and then Austin Hooper. And uh, Hilo likes Hooper as well this week. Um, the... Panthers are 32nd DVOA against tight ends. Um, I like Evan Ingram. I, I, you know, I said it in the podcast a few weeks ago. I said, I've been tweeting it rest of season for everybody that's been streaming tight ends. Just go get this guy. And he, two weeks ago, put up three for 77. And last week he was the top tight end on the week. I don't know if you heard Dr. Jesse Moore say that earlier, but he was the top tight end on the week. So, um, you know, um, you guys are listening to the show for a reason. We give you good advice most of the time. And uh, tight ends have been a horrible spot this year. And geez, if he's on the waiver wire and you don't want to play CJ Uzuma or Cameron Bray or Chris Herndon or one of those scrotum sacks, um, <laughs> get Evan Ingram. Defenses, Colts, Rams, and Vikings. And he's calling for Traquan Smith to have a good game. And Traquan has been good at home. So that's Jackson's. Um, calls this week and um, there's some interesting things that I was looking at and uh, Jason Heidel and uh, Hilo and me have been uh, really going back and forth trying to nail down I think what you have to do on DraftKings this year is pick three running backs with as much volume as you could possibly fit in and fill in the middle with value 
the guys that are winning are not winning because they packed their team with Devontae Adams, Juju Smith-Schuster, DeAndre Hopkins, and then found a bunch of value at running backs. The guys that are winning and the, the big lineups that I've had the last three weeks are the guys that are playing, like I said, last week it was Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon and Chris Carson, and then value all the way in between. So we've been trying to nail this down. Right now, I like doing Ezekiel Elliott with Nick Chubb and Marlon Mack and filling in the middle with guys like Robbie Anderson, Alshon Jeffries cheap this week. Um, We really like the Saints D this week. There was an interesting stat as well that was showing um, the Saints D the first like eight weeks and the last eight weeks. And it was just like polar opposite. It was just ridiculous. Um, I can't find it now, but the Saints D was like 23rd or worse in all these categories the first eight weeks and now they're like third or better (laughs) so um did you see the uh nick Foles meme that uh had him talking on the phone and it said nick Foles to his wife hey we got to cancel our winter vacation plans it's happening again yes i I was very excited about that and i actually like to see nick Foles play well and if it became one of those things it was a thing and he was always good in the playoffs or like close to the end of the year i'd be happy about that yeah he came in last year and and lit it up and um he's like to see it again this year did you see where they were like interviewed the rest of the team and said you know say one word about Nick Foles and and it was like cool um, <laughs> uh, you know calm relaxed un- relaxed yeah <laughs> so I guess the dude is just chill AF um, he's gonna come up on the random drug testing pool next week yeah <laughs> Oh, who was it? Did you see the guy that's obviously Reed. like, he was like, oh yeah. He's like, I'm not good at math, but if there's... Yeah, he's been drug tested like eight times. 63 guys on a team and you test one player every blah, blah, blah. I mean, basically, yeah, he's got a really good point. It doesn't make any sense. But um, anyway, we like um, some of the value plays. We like Isaiah, Isaiah McKenzie. You probably never even heard of him. Um, we like uh, Alshon, Robbie Anderson. We like, um, like I said, they like Hooper. We like Saints as a D. I like Kalen Balaj this did week. You, did you actually see him in person? Like, how did he look running? Like, did Who? either one of you guys? Kalen Balaj? Yeah. He, he looked great and he ripped he off. Like was he a big guy? The way no. they were talking about it? Alvin Kamara type. He's okay. bigger than you think he is, but he's like an Alvin Kamara prototype and you guys know i love alva kamara it's obvious that miami is you know frank gore's on ir so old man frank is done and um kenyon drake got no love last week the coaches say it wasn't an injury it was just other reasons but i've heard that he has a shoulder injury that's limited him and that's why he hasn't been getting the love all year and seems like he's fallen into a lamar miller type situation there in miami can't get all the touches or 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 they you know he's persona non grata Mm -hmm. um but also this week with uh aaron Rodgers playing Devontae adams you gotta play him in every lineup um i mean to look at target share and his low targets he's like the only guy scoring touchdowns for them his low targets is seven on the year twice and then eight 16 12 14 12 13 11 13 i mean like no one gets targets like that this is like jerry rice or marvin harrison type 
target shares and then he catches the ball to go along with it i mean every week seven eight six ten catches nine catches he's got touchdowns to go along with that i mean how many touchdowns has he scored three five seven nine ten eleven twelve thirteen touchdowns this year and uh (laughs) shout out to nate hamilton i don't know if you remember when dominate at dominate uh fantasy football was on the show but he's associated with the footballers we talked about the article that he wrote in the preseason saying that Devontae adams can be a number one wide receiver it worked he's, out. He is the <laughs> number one right. If you drafted him, it worked out for you. So you got to play him on DraftKings. He's eighty five hundred bucks. But the way I look at it is, if if he was Julio, he'd probably be like ninety three hundred bucks. So I still look at it as a discount. So um, it's still early in the week. We're still doing our first look, our first take. So um, follow us, and we'll have um, Jackson will have his article on Wednesday. Also, Hilo's going to write another showdown slate for the Saturday Chargers game. He wants to do one for Saturday, Sunday, and Monday night's games, but um, that's he puts in so much work. You're not, I, you're not putting that on him yet. Yeah, I already told him like you don't have to do. You're putting that. You're not putting that evil on him. No, I already said. I said that's on you, man. I know it's a lot of work. You don't have to do all that. But um, speaking of that, though, he you, he's the one who likes to do the uh, narratives, right? Yes. So I have a, so I have a narrative right now. Okay. So the narrative is Ebron. I follow him on Twitter, Eric Ebron. He actually commented and posted a uh, a apology to his fantasy football owners for last week. He said, you know, something along the lines of, sorry if you guys are, you know, somebody that has drafted me in fantasy football. I didn't, it was more of a, it was more of the big dogs type game or something like that. Talking about the linemen and the running backs and yeah. things like that. And he said, don't worry, I won't disappoint you know, in the coming weeks. Wow. So my narrative is he knows that he is a very highly owned fantasy football player this year. He's had a great year. I think he's going to score at least twice against the Giants. Wow. I think nice. it's going to happen. And nice. I own him, in, or not own him, but I drafted him in that uh, Yahoo team. Well, so, I, I have him in the listener league. I need him to do what he says he's going to do. So. I have him in the listener league. He so had, I, I have mean, him in this league. And so. the thing okay. that I want to bring up about it is last week, uh, he had a dropped pass that I think was for, either for a score or it was very close to a score. He had a drop pass, and then he also had a 30-yard catch called back on holding. Yeah, I remember that and one. And then uh, I want to say there was there was one more thing that happened that, uh, <coughs> I mean, he could have had a day, and he ended up having nothing. It's basically. nice that players do that. Melvin Gordon did the same, or uh, yeah, Melvin Gordon I'd did the same thing. I'd rather have that happen and them not score that many points than him just disappear for a game. Then I'd be a little bit more worried. I'm not worried because... He was involved. Yeah. Melvin Gordon did the same thing. He tweeted out like, hey, you counted on me, and uh, it was it was a really nice gesture because some players um, have openly said they don't give a shit about fantasy right. football. Todd Gurley. <laughs> yeah, and some players really do. So, so that's my um, narrative. Let's, uh, let's move into all the matchups because I want to let people know who I think they can count on this week and who they might want to worry about. We got to win those trophies. Let's go. All right. I didn't know. Do you want me to do a There's usually a drop. <laughs> I just said I didn't know. I didn't have one. I'm so programmed. <laughs> it's closing time. Time to win your league. It's the end of the season. Let's go. <laughs> 
it's Pavlovian. Do you know the? <laughs> do you know Pavlov's dog? Every time you crack a beer, your mouth waters a little bit. Um, <laughs> no, like every time we move on to a next segment, I just sit there and stare at you and wait for you to play music. I'm like, I can't. Go on, tell you to drop. So, guys, um, one thing that we talked about last week is there might be teams that are in evaluation mode, and we've talked about this. Players that you might think you'll get a full game out of, you might not get a full game out of. There's going to be players here in the next few days. Random players are just going to be like they're they're out this week, and you'll be like, "Whoa, wow, that escalated quickly. What was wrong with this guy?" Um, it's because teams want to evaluate the next guy up, like Kalen Balage, um, you know, and uh, I. I like we were talking about Odell, they really don't need Odell this week. So um, there's some matchups to be confident in because teams are fighting and they and they're in it. And there's some teams and matchups to possibly avoid. <clears throat> some of these guys are going to have to play. You know, you're not going to be able to sit like one of these stud guys. But if I mentioned that they might not be in that great of a matchup, or they're on a team that's not playing for anything, that might motivate you to put a more of a high ceiling guy in your flex like hey i might need a home run play here because this guy might have an off week so you've got redskins titans and the titans are playing for something and the redskins aren't so i wouldn't play any redskins i'd be really i feel like the redskins have been really bad um but there's a lot of adrian peterson owners like brian titus that played him last week and was counting on him um and um i don't think i would count on adrian peterson to do anything um, the Titans shut down Saquon Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> so that's about all you have to say about that, right? <clears throat> um, but Derrick Henry, is he the real deal, John? Um, I mean, right now they're rolling with a hot hand. I don't see why they wouldn't keep going. Redskins, I mean, I think he has an advantage against Redskins defense with the way that he runs the ball. Um, I don't. They I, don't I, have need any bo- reason. I need both of those weeks to just be a flash in the pan and for him to just. Are you going against Derrick Henry? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not a flash oh, in the yeah. pan because Marcus Mariota is a little banged up. Yeah. And also that team has decided that their their path to victory right now is to, to running the football. Play tough defense and run the shit out of the ball. So I oh, hate to say that juice. Just just want him just want him to suck. So <laughs> you always tell like whenever we talk about a player that juice is going up against, he's like, Oh no, fuck that guy. <laughs> he's gonna suck. I just want him to be bad. Like I'm not saying that your guys' calls are bad. I'm just saying Oh no, I know. I just I, want him to be I bad. I totally know. <laughs> um but um we do have a lot of games to talk about and that's all to talk about in that freaking game. I mean Corey Davis if you have to, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate that guy. <laughs> he just doesn't like Corey Davis. He's had two good games all year. Um, so Ravens at Chargers, that's a Saturday game. Both of these teams are playing for something. Um, the Ravens running game has looked really good, but I caution people against this Kenneth Dixon play, and Kenneth Dixon didn't do anything last week. It was Gus Edwards. Lamar Jackson had a great week again last week running the ball. Um, you know, him and Josh Allen are kind of doing the same thing. They're not throwing that much they're running a lot and uh um now uh lamar jackson is the first player in nfl history to rush for an average of 70 yards for five games in a row and i think josh allen might break that record this week which is amazing you got two guys that are running the ball more than anybody but that's good for fantasy football yeah and most of these scoring formats. josh allen's looking really good um yeah so ravens at chargers and like we said watch out for keenan allen but melvin gordon should be good to go um and if keenan allen sits 
go get Mike Williams. I mean, go get him right now. If you're playing the guy that has Keenan Allen's and Mike Williams is on your is on the uh, waiver wire, even if you don't need Mike Williams this week, I mean, this is the last week. You might as well block your opponent, um, even if you don't need him. But if you do need somebody, Mike Williams is my top wide receiver pickup of the week. If Keenan Allen sits, and the Monday um, American picked him up, so yeah, in, in that league, yeah, and he's a he's a dickhead because he's out of the <laughs> he's out of the playoffs. No, I mean there's people that do that, and Josh really believes in that. Josh like is like, no man, you know, like there's nothing less left for us to do except screw you guys over. Well, so and also like it's what we talked about last week. Fini- keep, finishing keep competing. finishing eighth is better than finishing tenth. Yeah, keep competing. Yeah. So I, I actually respect it. I don't. I don't get mad when uh, teams that are out of the playoffs pick up guys. Um, in the uh, uh, Russian Roulette League and Jeff's League, you can't. It's against the rules. If you're out right. of the playoffs, you can't pick anybody up. And if that's if that's explained in the beginning, then yeah, yes. That's a good, and they're actually thinking about changing that next year because it's a keeper league, and other guys are going. Well, wait a minute. What if I want to? pick up Kalen Balaj and keep him next year. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, Makes so sense. they've got a good point. So anyway, they might change that. Um, so um, definitely Mike Williams, if Keenan Allen sits, um, Rivers cannot throw deep right now. I don't know if you guys watched that game. Yeah, I saw your little uh, back yeah. and forth of the guy on Twitter. So I was trying to figure out if that was a, if that was respect or if that was you guys kind of getting at it a little bit. Well, he, uh, no, it was, it was respect. And he gave me a shout out on his little, um, um, YouTube deal that he did, and it's uh, <laughs> sorry to say that sounded a little condescending. Oh, that's say. not. I, I oh, know. That's, I'm just it's saying. really cool. And <laughs> I like s- his little YouTube deal. Like, well, I'm just giving you a hard. If time. it came out that way, that's <laughs> I'm giving you a hard time. I I understand. That's what you're where I started. Was doing the little YouTube videos. Yeah, and that's how I found you. So I appreciate these guys, and they and they appreciate me. And I'm uh, you know I've been uh, you know involving them, and they're they're just starting out like I was yeah. last year. And yes, they're doing a just, little YouTube video. It's time. the truth. I know, but you're right. You're right. <laughs> so anyway, it's the Rum Boys uh, at Rum Boys Z with a Z at the end. Net. Um, they do a pretty. Um, it, it's smoke filled. Oh, uh, nice video. Yeah. So I w- I'm watching the video. They're like, hey, you know, Paulie, we tagged you because we, we were talking about Keenan Allen's noodle arm. And they were like, hey, we tagged you. So watch the video. So I'm watching it and I'm commenting and I'm like, oh, look at Mona Lisa chiefing up in the background. And then they started. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, um, so I'm like, hey, guys, this is cool. But your video was like pretty cloudy about halfway through and they were just loving it. But they they were bringing up some good things. They were bringing up like what we're talking about now is like, hey, be weary of these teams that have something to play for be weary of your players that are on teams that have nothing to play for and i was commenting in their comments i was like hey this is stuff that people don't focus on enough so anyway um you know game recognized game they gave me a shout out um i uh, felt like i should uh, definitely give them out one that, uh, for real oh yeah um, for sure for real but what we noticed was Philip Rivers can't throw the ball deep. It was horrible. I mean, from the first play of the game. Um, so I don't know what's wrong with him, but he was throwing darts. Um, line drive passes, 50, 20, 25 yards, fine. But when he had to throw it like 30 yards downfield, it was uh, it came up short. One of them got intercepted. Another one almost got intercepted. Um, Bucks at Cowboys. Cowboys are in contention. So uh, Zeke, Amari, Dak, um, all your Bucks. I would be really weary uh, of starting any of those guys, especially Winston. I mean, he's not hasn't been doing anything lately. But Dak does really good at home. His home splits are awesome. Um, Amari is good against man coverage, and the Bucks switched to a man coverage scheme about halfway through the year. Um, and uh, Zeke, man, Zeke's getting like 30 plus touches a game, John. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what they should have been doing all along. So I don't know if uh, Jason Garrett gave up his play calling duties or what. Like, Well, it's a good point because in the offseason, they said that they were going to get more involved in the passing game. And everybody that drafted Zeke, including me in a couple of leagues, were like, well, where's this passing game involvement? Because two or three catches a game is what he was always doing. Now, Jesus, he's getting eight, nine, ten catches a game. That is huge for fantasy owners. Um, He is continuing to move up the list. He's probably going to finish the season as like the RB2 or maybe even the RB1 of Todd Gurley since out these last two weeks. Um, But play all those guys. Um, Like I said, the Bucs, I would be really worried if you had to play Humphreys or Godwin, they might be okay. Um, Vikings, Lions, they're both out of it. So um, I'd be, you know, I'd be a little concerned about any um, lion other than Kenny Galladay, who played through a really good matchup last week and did well. Um, Dalvin Cook should be okay. Um, And uh, he's been getting more and more involvement. Um, Stefan Diggs has a really tough matchup against Darius Slay. Um, who I'm sure you know is a pretty top-graded corner. I don't know how pro football yeah. focus ranks him, but he's uh, got to be uh, way up there, which um, Adam Thielen owners have been very uh, disappointed lately. I think that Adam Thielen will bounce back and have a good game. He because, has a uh, really good matchup this week for wide receiver cornerback matchup. Thielen he, does? He does. He has yeah. the number two matchup with 34% advantage. That's good. So, but Diggs has got to be one of the worst against Darius Slay because he's amazing. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Falcons Panthers, um, Cam Newton is done. He's going to not play at all. He was he's out. He's a solid out. Yeah, he's a solid out. And I was tweeting that out during the game too. He took a bad shot from Demario Davis. He already had a shoulder injury. I think he reaggravated it. He was definitely in pain. This today he was uh, not dressed for practice, and um, they they have ruled him out for this week. But it's pretty much writing on the wall that he's shelved for the year. And it's crazy because they're not technically eliminated from the playoffs but they're considering like they are and also cam is just in horrible pain so john i wanted to get your thought on this and we've been debating this all day long christian mccaffrey did not miss a snap last week he's seeing 97 percent of the snaps which is unheard of pro football focus said we've never seen anyone get this many uh snaps um since we started you know um grading snaps and not grading them but like you know counting snaps yeah does cam missing the game hurt his value or help his value Honestly, I think it's going to help his value because they're going to have to run the ball to have any chance of winning it. Um, I mean, even if they get behind in the game, they're not going to be able to rely on their backup. Who is their backup anyway? I don't even know. I looked it up earlier, and I had never seen this guy's name before in my life, so it just just went right out the other ear and did not retain. I think that Deion Jones and the rest of the Atlanta Falcons can just key on uh, Christian McCaffrey now Um, because there's no threat. There's no running threat from Cam. There's no downfield threat from Cam. Um, This is split. This is like asking somebody like if, you know, Die Hard's a Christmas movie, about 50% of the population says it's not and about 50% says it is. There's the community right now is split on does this hurt Christian McCaffrey's value or help? Hilo thinks it does. John Marchbanks thinks it does. Me and Jason Heidel think it doesn't. So I think it's I think it's one of those things that he is the kind of player that it doesn't matter what's going on. 
he's still going to score yeah. close to 20 points, if not more. I think his touchdown equity is down this he, week, too. He threw, he threw the pass for 50 yards, and I don't think... I want to I want to verify this before I like say 100%, but I'm almost... I would say I'm 80% sure that he threw another two passes well, after that's that because Cam couldn't throw anymore. Well, so that's I don't what I'm saying. Think I think that he'll be throwing this week because they they've got a backup tricky. in that can they throw. They may get tricky and try to do that know. again. I could be wrong. I mean, I'm obviously not calling for him to bust, but um, I would be a little worried that um, he's the only game in town and they can key on him. Um, Falcons it, have the 26th rated defense. Oh, I know. Team, I know. So. They're not that good. I know. I'm aware. <laughs> they are definitely not good. Their adjusted line um, stats are not good. And, uh, and uh, I mean, on paper, it looks like a great matchup for him. I just, I'm just thinking that this unknown quarterback i have no idea who this guy is I mean, that's <laughs> going to be his safety valve too his dump offs are going to go right, right there right maybe maybe i missed something it says he only had one attempt and it was a 50 yard touchdown so <laughs> i swear to god i saw i'm glad you looked that up because earlier I was, I was like really? I, was watching, I watched that game and christian mccaffrey wasn't playing i was watching the game cast and it said you know incomplete pass for like you know eight yards or something like yeah, that and they it must have got mccaffrey got, so must have got just got fucked up so it must right. have got confused <laughs> Unless Gamecast was just like, oh, Chris McCaffrey's the quarterback now, and then they started counting Cam's stats. <laughs> I don't know. Gamecast um, can be screwed up. I think that if Julio's limited, that uh, that Sanu or Calvin Ridley could have a good game as well, but I wouldn't play any of the Panthers' pass catchers. And um, they both, Christian Samuels and... DJ Moore had bad weeks last week. Um, Texans Eagles are both fighting big game. Um, this game and the New Orleans Steelers game is going to be the highest implied totals games of the week. Nuke went nuclear last week and Philadelphia's uh, Eagles secondary. We've been talking about the last few weeks. I mean, they've been losing guys every week. He has a great matchup. Alshon has a great matchup. I don't think that that was a outlier. I think that that's what you can expect with Nick Foles behind center. Like I said earlier, Nick Foles definitely likes Alshon Jeffrey. Um, Ertz has a good matchup. Uh, you know, I'm not saying bench him. Of course, you kind of play Zach Ertz. It's just that his production goes down when Nick Foles is uh, is back there. Um, Watson and Nuke are great plays. I think Lamar Miller is banged up. I don't think anybody's starting him this week. Even if he plays, I would not. I think Kuti uh, is still very questionable. Um, Demarius Thomas could be a sneaky play. Um, because that secondary sucks. And uh, with Lamar Miller out, Watson might have to throw a bunch. Um, Giants Colts. The Giants have mailed it in, man. I think that Odell probably sits. I think that uh, Darius Leonard and uh, and company can uh, probably um, give Barkley fits. And uh, I think Darius Leonard's going to play his ass off too, getting snubbed for the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I mean he, Jackson I'm wanted us sure, to talk about this. I'm pretty sure he even tweeted, "Wow, he did." Yeah, Jackson wanted to. He said, "Make sure you talk about Darius Leonard getting stuff for the from the Pro Bowl, because um, like C.J. Mosley got in, he has like ninety three tackles and zero sacks, and and Darius Leonard has like one hundred and seventeen tackles and four sacks and Ridiculous. five passes defensed and two fumble recoveries and uh, yeah, I mean it was a huge snub, but usually you know I, what, what I want to see him get is the defensive rookie player of the year. I could give a shit about the Pro Bowl. I think he's got the defensive. I think the Pro Bowls." a pointless yeah. endeavor that should never ever be played. Tom Brady got in over Andrew Luck. And that's God all that's all damn, I should say. I hate Skip Bayless. Did you see Skip Bayless's tweet? I don't I don't pay attention to him anymore. God, he said that he it. would rather have Dak Prescott than Andrew Luck. 
he, as a franchise he, quarterback. He something about the fact that uh, screw that guy, screw Colin Coward, screw all those guys. Colin Coward said, "I'm retiring from Twitter." Everybody was like, "Good." <laughs> Tom, yeah. Tom, he, uh, Skip Bayless Coward. said, "said uh, Tom Brady has done it with less talent around him." Um, he said, that "Whatever." He's uh, done less dink and dunking than Andrew Luck's done all year. And oh I was my like, God, he's Captain Checkdown. I, and I, I just think the Skip Bayless literally says stuff that I know is just going to get me like fired up yes. because that's what he lives. On. That's his career. Also, is getting he, people fired and up. And if about he says that, that tells that me said. that if that to, that tells me that he doesn't watch football. Because yeah. Tom Brady's it's captain check still captain not check as down. bad as what uh, Stephen. I want to know what that had. is. I never actually saw that. Oh, Stephen A. Smith yeah. made like four errors in thirty eight seconds. He was breaking down the uh, the Chargers team, and he said that uh, Hunter Henry was going to be playing, and Hunter Henry has been uh, out. on IR all season. He hasn't played a single snap. Um, he also talked about. I don't even remember who. Well, else. he said Hunter Henry's matchup with Derek Johnson was going to be oh, yeah, something Derek to watch. Johnson was playing for the Raiders this year. <laughs> well, Derek Johnson got like dropped by the Chiefs and then picked got, up by the got, Raiders. He got and cliff then, notes from like a year ago. Yeah, but thought yep. they were like current. And also yeah. said Los Angeles Chargers, and they've been the <laughs> they've been the. And then also said that um, St. Louis Chargers. Or, yeah, he's yeah. The, he's the guy that got caught cheating in high school. And then he yeah, also said that um, Spencer Ware, you know, watch out for. And they were like, Spencer Ware's been out for three days. <laughs> yeah. Spencer Ware's out. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about, Stephen, Stephen A. Smith? Get the hell out of here. Stephen he lost A. all credibility. Get out of here. 40 seconds. <laughs> 40 you know what I said? It's great for us. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I said, I, that's what I did. You see my post? This is great for the little guy. Yeah, because I did see that. Yeah, a lot up. of people, a lot of my followers, I hate saying that because that sounds like so no. anti, like, like, it's Bi- not that humble. sounds like bad in the Bible, like you know, <laughs> like you to put no other like followers. Anyway, people that you know um, pay attention to me. On well, Twitter, that's what they're called. They, they are called followers. I know. I hate calling it that. <laughs> um, but um, I've had a lot say that. Yeah, we are getting our news and our advice from you all now. Not just me, but the fantasy football stoner. And just at, followed him. I don't know why I wasn't already at the stoner. Yeah, oh, the stoner was awesome. I was on my personal profile. That's why the stoner is playing Jake Seeley in the championship game on a Twitter experts league this to this week. That's awesome. So he's legit. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> um, and uh, and he's always stoned. Um, and he always says like, I love his tweets. Uh, like later at night, I think they're pretty good. <laughs> he's awesome. Um, but anyway, I think the Giants have mailed it in. I. Uh, again, I love Evan Ingram, especially in the tight end landscape. Um, Ty's got a great matchup. Um, got to play Ebron. Got to play Marlon Mack. Got to play Barkley. Um, and I don't think Barkley will have a bad game. I just think they might be able to key on him if um, Odell sits. And I think Odell is set. Um, Bengals Browns. That could be um, just kind of a, a, a battle of Ohio, man. And the Browns are technically still in it. The Browns, yeah, they're, they're playing for something. They are playing for something. They had a huge game against Cincy last time well, they played. There was a there was a graphic that was put up about um, there's more teams in the playoff hunt like this weekend playing. So like a lot of games matter. A lot of games are should be entertaining. This should be an interesting stat for you. Baker Mayfield had his best game of the year. Nick Chubb had his second best game of the year, and David Njoku had his best game of the year against the Bengals. 
So this could be a big game. If you have those guys, like, roll them out. And Njoku's been up and down, and he could still throw up a zero. Because, like, tight ends last week, like, eight of them got nothing. Yeah. (laughs) It was just amazing. Ebron was, like, I think four-something points. Yeah. Rob Gronkowski was, like, six. Yeah, Jared Cook, who we all thought was a good matchup, had nothing. But anyway. um, Um, Last thing, I'm sorry. Go. Paul Schroyer from Pointless Discussions Podcast, who did not make it into the Listener League, is in his championship uh, game nice. this week, or coming up week soon. Um, he has followed our podcast since we started doing it. He's friends of ours from Ohio, and he said that a lot, like the James Conner call, he picked up him. Um, Lindsay. Philip Lindsay, a couple other guys he picked up when we talked about him, and he is in the championship this week. Nice. Because he's been following along. Nice. Excellent. Paul, good job, man. And Pointless I know discussions uh, of the Magic Squirrel Network.com. Yep. The Magic Squirrel Network is pretty awesome. Yes. Um, and uh, I'm glad that he is in the championship, and I, I hope to hear hear from a lot of people that won their league based on um i mean there's not one person that's only listening to me right um but you know there's um if if i was part of it if we were part of it because john's made some freaking awesome calls this year too especially josh allen i mean john marchbanks was on josh allen before josh allen knew that josh allen could do josh allen things i'm i'm impressed by what you guys have been able to put together this year it's awesome thanks man a lot of it is identifying trends before the rest of the you know i mean once people blow up and they've had a couple good games it's not hard to say oh yeah so and so is a good pickup because like everybody's like yeah duh he's been going up like he picked him up yeah already picked his (laughs) ass up like john saw that josh allen had one you know 90 yard rushing game said go pick him up then he had another one then people were like yeah you better pick him up then he had another one then everybody's saying it well guess what john was like two weeks ahead all that shit (laughs) um so the Bengals, the browns should have good games um joe mixon is banged up so if he doesn't play good god geo bernard would be just an incredible plug and play flex this week um and I don't know that I'm starting any other Bengals. I mean, like CJ o- Ozuma, I guess, if you had to. But I'm not starting John Brown. I'm not starting Auden Tate or any of those guys. Um, Bills at Pats. Um, the Bills allow f- five yards per play or less um, to anybody in the league. So Mr. Captain Checkdown maybe throws more to Edelman and uh, Mixon. But the Bills defense, they like the Bills always play the Pats good. Yeah. I mean, we know this, right? It's kind of like, uh, what is it, the, the the Colts and Tennessee Titans, except for we did beat them yeah. pretty bad. But. The, everybody keeps expecting the Pats to like go off and go off, but they keep playing they these keep teams who are doing it. defensive players yeah. and like these these high-ranked defensive teams, and I'm like, they're not going to go off. Quit well, I'm also relying on Josh Gordon right. and fucking quit Gronkowski. St- awesome. Quit stacking your lineups. fucking Patriots. Christmas miracle, all right? Right, and... and and uh, they have uh, uh, Trumaine Edwards, linebacker they drafted this year. Uh, Ladarius White is one of the best cornerbacks this year. Trumaine Edwards is only 19 when he was drafted. Only 19 years old? Yeah, he's he might might be 20 years old right now. He's going to go out there and try and stop Tom Brady. That guy awesome. is amazing. So um, I think Josh Allen and company um, 
could have another really, really good game. And uh, I think that the Pats could probably uh, put up another stinker. <laughs> I really, really, do. really. I, I'm fine if they put up a stinker, but Jesus, just get Josh Gordon a couple of touchdowns. That's all I ask. You're not even asking for Gronk anymore. You're just Don't asking care. for Josh like, Allen. Get him out there. Josh Gordon. Yeah. 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 Remember your Josh Gordon, Rob Gronkowski love next year Gosh, during man. your drafts? It's going to be rough. Because those guys yeah. have been hard for you to own. It's just one of those things that I, I mean, if, if Gordon sticks with them, he could be like a, a badass there oh, totally in good. New England. It's yeah. just, I just don't think they've like utilized him the way I expected him to be utilized. But the, I think what they did was, was the exact opposite of what I expected, which is they know that defenses are going to have to game plan for him. So they do everything to like make it look like, oh yeah, we're going to use them. And then they don't so that they've got the defense keying on them and then it leaves the other like, you know, slow white wide receivers open. <laughs> and, like Chris Hogan last yeah. week, just out of nowhere. I think more to it, um, Justin, is that he's a vertical player and Tom Brady's not a vertical passer anymore. Yeah, he's not throwing it deep anymore. Not so. anymore. No. Yeah, I agree. So he 100%. needs he needs a younger cannon arm and somebody that could stretch the field. Um, so who knows? He might be on another team. Probably will be on another team next year because they just trade people and let them go, drop people. Yep. Um, Packers, <laughs> Jets. So um, Aaron Rodgers is going to play. Um, Jamal Williams had a um, weird injury today. Aaron Jones is on IR. So everybody's expecting Jamal Williams to be this amazing pickup this week. I don't think he is. And, and like, do you want to trust the Packers running back? Like all these people that have been disappointed with Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones all year usage all yeah. year. Are these the same people the going, just- Oh man, like Jamal Williams. Yeah. I'm like, Define insanity, right? Is like the same thing over and over again. Yep. Like and expecting a different outcome. Green Bay running backs, Baltimore running backs, Miami Dolphins running backs, Patriot running backs. I mean, just stop it. Like there's always four in the rotation. Um, we might see some dude that we've never heard of get evaluated this week. I don't know. I don't think Jamal Williams is that amazing of a play this week. So to I would go along with that. The Jets have the sixth overall rated defense. So. There you go. Yeah, it's not even a good. good It's not even a good play. It's not a good play on paper, and just it it just doesn't feel right to me. If you need a running back this week, play the guy on the other side, Elijah McGuire, or play Kalen Balage. I'm gonna roll out Elijah McGuire again. Yeah, he's gotten 20 touches the last two weeks. Do it. Um, Robbie Henderson, like I said, is a huge play, and he's on a ton of waiver wires right now. Um, And um, him and Darnold have a huge connection. So um, if Keenan Allen plays. Robbie Anderson is the pickup of the week, not Mike Williams at the wide receiver position. Um, Almost done here. Jags at Dolphins uh, playing for pride, I guess. But um, like I said, the Dolphins are going to see what they have in Balage. There's not a lot of pride there. <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't start <laughs> anybody else. Um, Leonard Fournette wasn't part of the game plan in a big way last week. Now that we've heard that came out on Roto World midway through the week that he, and all the Leonard Fournette players are like, oh, great. I wish we would have known that. But um, they said that, yeah, you know, um, limiting him was part of the game plan. So I don't know if they do that again this week. This is another one of these matchups I'd be really, really, really scared about. I mean, Leonard Fournette has not done shit. If you, for some reason, made your f- finals with him on your team, I mean, he was probably your first pick yeah. or, or your second pick if you picked, you know, 11th or 12th. So oh, yeah. you in might not be even the finals. If, if, if you're in the finals and you have Leonard Fournette, you're really good at fantasy football. 
don't screw up by playing him. In my pro football focus league, I picked up, or I drafted Leonard Fournette and then Delvin Cook. I was the last pick in the first, Ooh. first pick in the second round. Ooh. Ruined the season before it started. Ruined. <laughs> Ruined. Ruined. There's really nobody else to play there. Kalen Balazs, I think, is going to have a good week. Um, Bears at Niners. Jackson thinks that Mitch Trubisky is going to get back on track. Um, really hoping so. Kittle, you got to play. Um, like I said, Dante Pettis, who I've talked talk about weeks and weeks, and I was ahead of... Uh, the game on Dante Pettis, people started talking about him and, and I had already been talking about him kind of like John was with, uh, with Josh Allen, but he has a tough matchup this week. Um, I mean, somebody was like, Oh no, Dante Pettis, Paulie, you're the Dante Pettis guy. I'm like, yeah, but I know when to like, you know, you know, hit it and quit it. Right. Yeah, no, you know, to <laughs> gotta, gotta get out. Yeah. I'm getting out. I'm, I already cashed in my chips. I'm getting out on that play. Um, and, and that's part of this, uh, that's part of this game, but Trubisky, Cohen, Allen Robinson, um, Trey Burton, go ahead, roll them out. I think you might have a good, uh, game. Bears defense is always a play Rams cards. Um, that might be weird for Todd Gurley, um, people this week. So, um, that could get weird. And, um, Robert Woods will probably get more Patrick Peterson. The last time they played, Robert Woods got like 60% Patrick Peterson play, and Brandon Cooks had six for 150. So nice. I think Cooks might be a great play this week. I think that um, if they rule out Gurley, that uh, his backup, Kelly, could be a really good play. And... Um, David Johnson, I mean, if you've rolled him this far, you got to play him. I'm playing him in the listener league. I benched him last week and uh, almost cost me the game. So um, hopefully they throw a bunch of balls his way and uh, you can't bench him. Um, Fitzpatrick, uh, uh, or uh, sorry, Fitzgerald at home. Uh, <laughs> Fitzmagic. It's getting late. Fitz, uh, Fitzgerald at home uh, always has good splits. So if, you, uh, if you're just scratching your head, Larry Fitzgerald is always a good flex play. Um, the Steelers and the Saints are both in it, so this could be interesting too. Yeah, and obviously you got to roll all those guys out, um, except for Ingram. I don't know. I don't think you could play Ingram anymore. Right? He hasn't done anything. He got like nine last week. He got like six the week before that. Um, I, I don't see his involvement in the passing game as much. I mean, um, obviously you're playing Juju and Antonio Brown and Alvin Kamara, and I mean that's going to be probably the game of the week. Both those teams are in it. And how about Drew Brees though? Yeah, the um, regression. Drew Brees at home. Yeah, Drew Brees at home. You got to play Ben, even though it's Ben on the road, because he's the QB three and he's having the best fantasy season he's ever had. So you got to play him. Somebody was asking me about, oh, do I play Ben on the road? Yes. And then you got to play Drew Brees at home. I mean, if you've gotten this far and and played through a couple of his bad games, it's Drew Brees at home. You know, he's traditionally very, very, very good at home. So, um, I mean, unless you have just some amazing other smash play and there's not a ton of great quarterback plays this week, I think you got to play him. Um, Michael Thomas has been way off. He had a great start to the year, but he hasn't done much. But you're not benching him. Yeah, you gotta I, play him. I mean, the Steelers have have proven that they can let their fans and their city down quite often. <laughs> so I think that they could definitely do it again, and the Saints could run up the score on them. Yeah, and yeah. then and then obviously if James Conner sits like the like the good Doc says he might, um, Jalen Samuels is a play again. Um, so the. Um, you don't like uh, Baker Mayfield or any of your other ads over Drew Brees. Um, would I play Baker Mayfield or Dak or, J- or Dak or Josh Allen over Drew Brees? 
Yeah. Josh Allen's close. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd play all those guys over Drew Brees. <laughs> right now? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, there I totally would. I totally would. But I'm not playing Jared Goff or um, trying to think of who else has been kind of iffy lately. Um, yeah, because wasn't there a whole stat of like guys that started the season in the top 10 that yeah. are now not? Right. Right. It's it's like lately the the Rams and the Chiefs and, you know, these top plays, this, uh, the Saints, they have been letting people down big time. But if you got this far, you got to roll with them. Uh, Chiefs, Seahawks are both playing for something. So uh, Tyler Lockett, Doug Baldwin, Chris Carson has been coming on lately and he won me a bunch of money in DraftKings last week. And then um, for the Chiefs, if Spencer Ware sits like the doc says he will, um, Damian Williams is a freaking play. Um, Russ Wilson's had a great year, so you got to play those guys. And uh, Patrick Mahomes, man, I mean, a lot of these Patrick Mahomes guys are out of the playoffs. He had his worst game of the year last week. So if he somehow, if you were able to, you know, get through that unscathed, uh, he's a he's a great play at Seahawks. I mean, they're not gonna he's not gonna get shut down two weeks in a row. And then um, Broncos Raiders. I'll let you uh, finish it up on the Broncos Raiders there, uh, John. What do you think about that game? Um, I think that... Does Philip Lindsay bounce back? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does bounce back. Unfortunately. Um, are we playing any Raiders on our fantasy teams? Um, I would say that's a negative. Well, didn't Nelson have a game like week ago or two weeks ago he's he's got 22 balls over the past three games yeah he's actually been like a decent flex play but i I don't think i'm playing him no not if you're in the championship (laughs) but what about jerry you're playing him if you're playing him you're playing in like the consolation ladder you're the right you're the third from the bottom what about jared cook though because the broncos dvoa against tight ends is not good yeah, you might want to play Jared Cook. I mean, if you have Jared Cook on your team, either you're, not you're probably playing anybody. him, right? Yeah, you're not going to pick anybody else up. Right. So you're going to play Jared Cook. But um, besides that, like, I don't. Unless you Cam Newton was your only quarterback, you might pick up Derek Carr if none of those other guys who are listed were on there. But I mean, he did garbage last week too. So I don't. It's all garbage from here. <laughs> It's all garbage. It's all garbage for that's, me. <laughs> that's it, guys. Go win your leagues. Go, oh, yeah. go win that DraftKings money. Go to polysleepers.com to look at lineups. Now, I mean, it, midway through the week, there'll be some articles and some first takes, but the main stuff that we post will be closer to game time. Hilo's uh, showdown slate for Saturday will probably be posted Saturday morning. And a lot of times, Jackson and I don't post our final DraftKings stuff until Sunday morning because there's stuff happening all the way up until game time you don't want to lock in your lineups too early so uh follow uh, us on twitter at juice in the am at john marchbanks at poly sleepers at hilo pyrodactyl at jackson mears at jason heidel and um we're gonna do a quick kind of recap next week and announce the winner and talk about some things we have planned for the future uh, it'll probably be a quick show um you know 30 40 minutes so um on poly time that's an hour yep <laughs> um <laughs> and if you're i mean if you're a fan of fantasy football i'm sure you might like other sports this weekend coming up we've got uh ian Pomfret and christian king jones two local mma fighters that i 
guarantee you within the next few years we'll be fighting professionally on the wow. Juice in the Morning podcast. They've been on before, but um, they're both on some win streaks right now. They've won their last couple of fights, and Ian's fighting up in uh, February 1st. So, right. Uh, so if you just listen to well. this for fantasy football and you've clicked on through Twitter and through me, you need to realize that Juice has his own thing where he does all kinds of podcasts on crazy stuff. Are the Clipcast guys coming on? Because they reached the out clip, to me clip today. Clipcast guys are going to be coming on not this Sunday, but next Sunday. Okay, they reached out to me today and I was like, hey, get with Juice because it's really his show and you're probably going to be on his show, yep. not my show. Because um, I want to talk to them about just the technology behind what they're doing yeah. and also the fact that I've, I was listening to a regular podcast, not a sports-oriented podcast, and somebody called into the podcast and told this large host, you guys should have some sort of like uh, technology where if somebody wanted to search through your thousands of podcasts, they could search and find the specific times that you talked about in and out Burger or you talked about this. You know, that'd be really and cool that's to what have. Clipcast is. Exactly. And I immediately <laughs> texted the guy, I was like, or messaged him on Twitter. I was like, Dude, somebody on a like a very large podcast was just talking about this. You like, guys have a billion have dollar idea. Like you guys need to. I, I think you guys uh, need to get it out. They're there. gonna love that we're talking so. about them right now because they search their name in do it their the apps to see who's talking about them. And I think a lot of the other guys don't. But um, Clipcast is a place for right now. You could just go to fantasy football. It's just for fantasy football. Right. You can go in and type in a player's name or a team, and then it'll come up with one minute clips from all these different podcasts and including Juice in the Morning Poly Sleepers and when we talked about them. And uh, what's cool is we get credit for the download if they listen for a minute. And then also there's a link to listen to the whole show. Yep. And then it also turns you on to other shows that you might go, okay, well, what's this Roto Grinders or what's yeah, this, you know, and the fantasy footballers are on there. So, you know, I love to just see our podcast scrolling down right below them because yep. they're big time. You're associated. Um, yeah, kind of. Guilty yeah. by association. Um, <laughs> so I'm glad you guys um, got connected because, yeah, what he has done has bigger ramifications than oh, what yeah. he's using. I mean, it for, for the entire podcast universe, like he, like that could take over right. that. It's Maybe crazy. he'll bring us on as board of directors. Dude, I just, I just, want him, I just, dollars. all I want him to do is just keep me in mind when he's flying around on the private jet. Right, just scoop me up in Indianapolis, dude. I'm all four going to like Vegas or something and losing a bunch of money. Right. So, all right, you guys have a uh, good time when you're your leagues. Merry Christmas. Uh, December 30th, Clipcast guys this Sunday, Ian Pomfret and Christian King Jones. Good luck, guys. It's the it's the end. Hopefully the presents are the trophies. End. Yeah. Hopefully all your presents are DraftKings deposit checks and trophies. And once again, I just need it. Eric Ebron to be a I can't static. tell you how nice it is to try and do a withdrawal from DraftKings and realize that you have to take it out in chunks or you have to claim your taxes. Ah, that's oh, nice. Oh, yeah, that's baby. Nice. It's nice. <laughs> All right. Well, win me that money this week, Polly. All right. Anyways, love you guys. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Juice in the morning.